This is the High Value Man Conversation Podcast, a show dedicated to the mission of building high value men. Men that are courageous, committed, and uncompromising in their pursuit of greatness. You run the day and stop having they run you. Monday, get better. Tuesday, get better. Wednesday, get better. Everybody's great when they're not tired. Champions is when they're tired. That's when the real champions come out. The next day, get up, get up, get up, get up. Keep going. Win it. I'm going to win. You're not as far away from these dreams as you think you are. One great man means a great family, a great neighborhood, a better city, community, state, and the world. The question is, if not you, then who? Welcome back to the High Value Man Conversation. This is Season 3, Episode 2. I'm in-house with Mr. Josh Lashua, and I'm your co-host, Aaron Alejandrino. Yeah. Excited to be here. We are excited to be here. We're talking about the three, 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 three rules of man. Three foundational principles, rules, tenets, pillars of masculinity. And we're going to dive deep in this episode on the three things you need to do. And the one thing that you have to have in your life, if you expect to evolve and really become the man of value inside of your four domains, faith, fitness, family, finances, those things we're always going to talk about. But in order for you to become the best version of yourself as a high value man, you need this one thing. As a whole, if you were going to just drop a little bucket of wisdom on us, Josh, what would you say man's number one need is? No, man's number one need, and we can all agree on this, Aaron is our need to be respected, a need for respect. Mm. As a man, um, it's one of those things, it's it's part of every intricate p- part in our thought process every day. Everything that we do in general is all balanced on the idea, the need that we have to have respect in our life, respect in our relationships, respect in the marketplace, respect about ourselves and how mm. we see ourselves in the mirror. And then respect in the in the the communities that we run in your your tribe or or the 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 circles that you run in. It's a need to feel relevant, but yeah. not just relevant. Respected means you have a value to bring, and people know it. Yeah. To get to a point where our voice is something that's desired, our present is presence is something that's needed. When we walk in the room, everyone can sigh and go but sit back and go, "Man, Aaron's here." That's respect versus versus walking in the room and going, oh, shit, Aaron's here yeah. kind of thing. So a need to be respected in and through our lives, it bleeds in every area. I love that. So man's number one need is respect. That's the first thing we're going to touch on is respect, how to get it, how to earn it, how to build it with your women, with your work, and with the world of men. Respect is foundational to your masculine journey. Number two, we're going to touch on this, and this is such a key thing, is first and foremost, maturity and masculinity don't just happen by accident. Age does not mean you're a man. Just because you got a beard, tattoos, and some muscles does not mean you're a man. Only one thing defines your masculine process, and that's the respect of the tribe of men. So that's the third thing we're going to touch on is that maturity. I'm sorry. The third thing we're going to touch on is the fact that you got to be part of a tribe. Like first and foremost, you have to have men around you that hold you to higher standard, expect more from you. Iron sharpens iron. You got to be in the rooms with great men to become a great man yourself. Absolutely. And you can look, we can look around the world, Aaron, and men that are truly respected aren't living on their own. There's nobody that does life on an island. Fortunately and unfortunately, this life is not lived out inside of a vacuum. So in order to be respected, we have to bring value and be part of something significant 
tribe is where we hit on with that. But if you're not part of a tribe, if you're not part of something significant, there's no way you can be respected because there's nobody that you can impact. Yes. So really we're hitting on today is the need that you have is to be respected, which means you need to be part of a tribe and to understand how to do that and do that well. Yeah, because the tribe has rules and we're going to cover three rules of the tribe so you can gain greater respect, you can mature in your masculine journey, and more so than anything, you can contribute and become a high value member of society. I love it. Cool. I love it. Let's let's riff on respect for just a second. This is the first thing we want to touch on. It's man's number one need. And when I think about respect, it comes down to first respecting self. Just like you have to respect yourself, you have to lead yourself. So it all begins with you. Josh, talk to me a little bit about a, a way that a man can build self-respect first and foremost, because if you don't respect yourself, no one's going to respect you. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And so a great way to think about this is think about Aaron, somebody in your life, whether it's a mother, father, uh, a child of yours, maybe a grandparent, someone who's significant in your world that you're really close to. And if you have the knowledge, the understanding, or the tools that they need for something significant in your life. So if you take a parent, and if you if you understand that maybe they're in a season of being ill or being sick, and you know what it takes to help get them well, what are you going to do to make that make that happen in their life? Mm. You would take it very seriously. You would you would inform them about it. You may even set up doctor's appointments. You may even drive them there and, and be with them in the midst of that. And really what that is, is you are taking the life of somebody else so incredibly serious because of what it means to you. Sure. So as a man, imagine looking in the mirror and taking yourself seriously, maybe for the first time in your life. There's so many areas of our life that we don't take seriously, that we live can live fragrant, fragrantly. Unconsciously, unconsciously, without intention. And really what we're doing is we're, we're creating indifference in those areas of our life. So for a man to be respected, we have to first take ourselves so seriously mm-hmm. that we're willing to face the man in the mirror, we're really to, 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 to face it, to feel what we need to feel and bring action to those areas. And over time, we cre- can, can create consistency. Yeah. And it's a consistency piece that, that others are now, now allowed to see that we are living honorably yeah. and choose to respect us. Yeah, and no, I love that. I love that. I think about the, the starting point for self-respect begins in fitness. Fit, fitness. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't take your physical fitness, your physicality seriously, nobody is going to treat you with the same level of respect as a fit man. That's just the truth. We are judgmental by nature. We are critical by nature. We look at somebody based on how they show up and walk into a room. And so if you're not taking care of the meat suit that God has given you, A, you become a liability and not an asset. Mm-hmm. Because if you are 500 pounds and we have to go into battle or the zombie apocalypse happens, all I got to do is outrun you. And you're not really going to be contributing to the tribe of men. And the tribal rules, which we'll talk about here in just a minute, are essential to you elevating inside of your masculine journey. And yeah. so first and foremost, you got to respect what God has given you. Like, yeah. look at what's in your hand, take care of your body, prioritize the, the standard parts of physical, physical fitness, which is build your strength, be enduring, master what goes into your mouth. Don't eat like an asshole and just start taking care of your body because yeah. your physicality is your philosophy. Yeah. This is no knock on civil servants, but all of us have been in scenarios or situations or rooms where we've all noticed that there was a police officer that was way, way larger than they, they needed to be. And again, yeah. this is not a shot at police officers. It's something that I notice. If you're ever in a place and you understand what a police police is, is intended to represent is security, safety, protection. Yeah. And there's so many times I'll recognize a police officer. And I know for a fact, if anything goes down, I'm the one who's taking care of it. I ain't, that guy's not going to do it. Sure. He's going to lose his breath after five steps kind of thing. Yeah. And so we can look at situations like that. 
and look at yourself. Are you that guy? Sure. Are you that guy in the relationships that you're in, that you have? Are you in that guy in the marketplace? Are you that guy in the business office that goes, oh, he's got it together. He's wearing a suit, but I know when, when, when shit hits the fan, is he the guy that's going to take care of business? And you have to choose to not be that person. It's good. Self-respect bleeds into social respect. When you begin respecting yourself and you take what God has given you seriously and you become the beacon in your faith, fitness, family, finances, truly looking in the mirror and saying, you know what? There's a gap between how I see myself and how I want other people to see me. And so I got to improve. But when you start doing that, it creates the social respect, which really bleeds into the tribal rules, which we'll get into. Right. Respect is 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 not something you can demand. It's something that has to be given. Yeah, let's let's touch on that for just a second. So if respect is a man's number one need, he needs it with his woman. He needs it in work and he needs it inside of the world to feel significant, mm-hmm. to feel like he's actually got his place and his mark on everything. What happens when a man doesn't have respect? Hmm. Like how does, where does he operate from? What are some of the behaviors, habits that show up inside of a relationship that shows up inside of work? I can think of like school shootings as a one way of significance that men don't feel respected, don't have self-respect. They're trying to exert that power on the world so they can actually feel like a, some level of significance and respect. But what are some examples you might know? A big one that you'll see is manipulation, Mm -hmm. is men will attempt to manipulate a scenario or manipulate a room so they can try to feel respected, whether that's demanding it, whether that's, whether that's manipulating something within a relationship so that, you know, if, if, if I'm this tall, if I feel like I'm this tall, if I can make you feel, you can feel this tall, then maybe I'll have something, I'll have something to work with. Again, this is a, this is a very incredibly unhealthy way of building it. It's not really respect at all. It's just the manipulation. It's in the room. It's a self-serving, self-fulfilling type of moment. And even if you happen to feel a bit of respect in, in, in that moment, it's gone the, the moment the, the, it's over. Sure. So it's just one of those that you have to realize. People up at, as like a selfless servant, you're cutting people down because of your lack of self-respect. Absolutely. So respect, we're going to keep touching on this. This will be a topic and a thread that we'll continuously talk on. It begins with you. You have to first take care of yourself, prioritize your physical needs, Physicality is the gateway to personal development. Self-respect begins with you respecting yourself. Before anyone else can respect you, you first have to respect yourself. Second piece I want to touch on is the uh, really the a second element of the rules of men. First and foremost is that age does not mean maturity. Age does not mean masculinity. It doesn't. You need to say that again. Age does not mean maturity and age does not mean masculinity. There are more grown boys that are acting as men, creating more problems in the world because they have not really leveled up inside of their own journey. They don't respect themselves. They don't respect other people. But they're just throwing these massive mantrums, these these man-sized tantrums out in the world and in the workplace And we see this everywhere. This is really what I believe toxic masculinity is when grown men don't take the responsibility, the ownership and the opportunity for what it means to be a man and they don't level up inside of the tribe of men. And so the uh, number two and number three of this rules of men, they, they go together. The only thing that makes a man is the bestowing of masculinity from a tribe of men. Yeah. And so we think about this and we could talk, I know, in depth about initiation process, um, the role of a father to intercede in a young man's life. But there are so many unfinished boys in the world that have stepped into adulthood that haven't had that proper initiation into manhood. No, that's so true. And what that means also, Aaron, is regardless of your age, you could be listening to this and be 24 years old. You could be listening to this and be 65 years old. Mm-hmm. Your age doesn't discount you and your age does not make you respectable. 
by any means. It's the fruit of our lives that really cultivate that for us. So if you're young and you're listening to this, also realize you don't have to wait till you're 30, 40, 50, or 60 in order to get down the road, be respected, create something of significance, and have fellowship. Age does not create fellowship on the same fluid scale. If you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s, or 70s and you're listening to this, just because you have age doesn't mean you have anything to give that's respectable. I'm not saying yes. you don't, but your age isn't what opens that door to you. Yeah. It really is the life that you're choosing to lead. It really is the part of you that brings value to the tribe that you're part of, whether that's your family, yeah. whether that's people that are around you. So again, age has very little or nothing, I would say very little to do with anything in a man's life that's respectable. Now, if you're living respectably, age can certainly be a catalyst, catalyst in, in what you're able to do with that. But age is not the door opener. I love that. I love that. And I want to, I want to spend just a good amount of time on this chunk, this big idea here that if you are alone, isolated, you are the lone wolf man operating side of the world, the gap that you feel in your life and the question that you more than likely have on your heart of whether or not you're doing it right and whether or not you're a man, because it wasn't answered by your father. And most of my, I'd say a big chunk of my listeners are typically raised without a strong father in the household. Like that's just who I've attracted over the years since so I'll speak directly to you. And what I know is like the biggest question you have on your life is whether or not you're doing it right and whether or not you're a man. The only person that can answer that, you may think that you can answer that by yourself. You can't. You can't answer that as a lone wolf. The only people that can answer that for you is the tribe of men. Yeah. That's how it's designed. We are tribal creatures. Masculinity is bestowed. I'm going to say it one more time. Masculinity is bestowed, which means if you have the question on your heart, it's because you haven't entered into the tribe of men to be accepted based on the value that you contribute and walked through the rites of passage and initiation that every man has to do inside of a tribe. Yeah. That's, that's for sure. And that can speak to any man who thinks they're the biggest fish in their pond. Mm -hmm. If you're the biggest fish in your pond, then you are like high likelihood that one, you're not living in tension Two, that you're not, you're not placing yourself in position to continue to grow, to be better in who you are. And you've likely got quite a bit of indifference going on in your life because you're comfortable with where you are. Mm. And so by being intentional of being part of a tribe so that your faith, family, fitness, and finance can be impactful is making sure that you have people, yes, behind you that can follow you, but more importantly, people in front of you that have something that you don't, that you know that you want yeah. so that you can lean into that. And challenge the shit out of you. Yeah. Like that's the biggest thing. The, the tribe, what it does is it forces growth because of, and I'm going to butcher this word, meritocratic, meritocratic, yeah. meritocratic, yeah. uh, a, a meritocratic relationship, which is essentially your, your daily duties are to provide merit every single day. Like mm -hmm. the day resets 24 hours. It means you need to bring something to the table in the tribe of men every single day. Like there are no, yesterday's miles don't matter. Yeah. I, I say a lot of yesterday's miles don't matter. All that matters is your contribution today. And so if you hunted and you gathered and you took down the big bull last week, it doesn't matter because there is a continuous need inside of the tribe. That's essentially, we'll break down really what that, is, that means. So this, so, so a meritocratic relationship can be, can be and is your marriage. It is your marketplace. It is your friendships. Mm -hmm. It is everyone whose sphere that you are part of. And so I think about uh, God, God, God be with him. Um, uh, Aaron, I, I was in college. I was, I was a pre-med student and I had uh, a, a pre-med. I was pre-med okay. and I had an 8am class. Um, my junior year that was, uh, my goodness, Dr. Sanchez. I, I can't imagine he'll, he'll listen to this specifically, but just, I'll never forget him. He was tenured 
at the university that I was at, mm. uh, which means he'd been there long enough to where he's basically unfireable. He can gotcha. do whatever he wants within the confounds of the university. He got paid really well, but there was no real need for him to be great at what he does. And so he would, he would come in in the first 45 minutes of his 8 a.m. class. He would draw, whether it was an organ or, or tissue or he would, he would dry race, draw this thing on the board while we sat in silence and he'd spend the next 30 or so minutes, uh, defining each part and generally talking about it. The guy was terrible. Nobody wanted to be in that class. And I think about what can come with that in our relationships, in our tribe, Aaron, when we feel like, well, I've, I've been at the organization long enough. It is entitlement. Yeah. I've been at the organi organization long enough. I've been married 25 years. Mm -hmm. I've been here. I've been there. I've been a part of this. There's a, a, a feeling that can creep in. Well, oh, I've done the work. Yeah. I'm tenured. That's bull. Yeah. First of all, you need to cast that out. Like you throw trash out your window. Don't throw trash out your window. Only throw banana peels. But what you got to understand is that every tribe that you're a part of is meritocratic. It's merit based, merit -based. which means you need to be giving your best. So take marriage is easy for me to talk about for, for obvious reasons mm -hmm. is if you, if you, regardless if you've been together a year or you've been together 50 years, if you approach that relationship like you did the first two weeks you were together, yes. and if you've been in a relationship, you understand how you were. You pursued, you had great conversation, you put maximum effort into being with, with, your, with your person, then you'll remember the amount of conscious thought and effort that you took to it. Yeah. Guys, that doesn't end. That has to be on a continual basis. Every day when the sun goes down, if you need a pat on your back, give it to yourself. Mm -hmm. But when the sun comes up the next morning, realize it's a, new day. it's a new day. You have got to continue to pour in. You've got to continue to bring value. You've got to continue to lean, lean in. There's a brand that I really love, Aaron, called Live Sore. Uh, I CrossFit, and I don't know if they're still involved in, in CrossFit or not, but what I love about Live Sore is it's a, it's a, it's a, a philosophy that I've brought into every area of my life. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm seeking tension, if I'm growing, if I'm staying in difficult circumstances, if I'm involved in a tribe that will make me better, which means they're pointing out my flaws, mm -hmm. as well as celebrating me, then I'll live in a place where I never get comfortable. You never peak. You never peak, but you also need, because you never get comfortable. And if you can choose to live sore, mm -hmm. just, we'll just leave that where it is. Then you'll always be growing. You'll always bring value. You'll have the merit within that group and you'll be respected. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So this, this meritocratic relationship is the simplest way to put it is add value always. If yes. you're not adding value, you become a liability to the tribe. You become a liability to your family become a liability to your work. You need to consistently think about how can I add value to the situation? That should be a primary thing as you listen to this, this podcast is how can I add value to my faith, fitness, family, and finances? And it ultimately comes down to your personal development plan. How do you become the best version of you so that others around you not only respect you, but they actually want to follow you? Mm -hmm. And I think that's, a, that's another great thing to touch on is just the fact that all men want this idea of respect. They want to feel respected. So you step into a room, you want to be respected by the other tribes, because you know that there's this almost compound effect, this mm -hmm. compound effect of being respected and bringing so much merit value to every room you're in, it starts to create this powerful thing where you can create more opportunity, trust, honor, respect, all of it. But it comes down ultimately that when other men respect you, more opens up. Yeah, for sure. So I love that you hit compound effect. A compound effect, if you guys are, have done any sort of investing, you'll understand what that means is that you'll start with something very little and over time it will peak on you. Mm -hmm. So the, the generally speaking, not now momentarily, but generally speaking, the market returns 10%. 
And any amount of monies you put into the market at some sort of time, if you pull it a year or two down the road, you'll make little to nothing on it. You may have lost it. But if you leave your investment in the market for 40 years, you are guaranteed a tremendous return on what you've put in. That doesn't mean put in once and quit. Yes. That means to continually put in. I didn't say buy the dips. So even in the dips, if you're going in buying, you're making more of an impact on that compound effect. But really, Aaron, compound effect only works with two things, in my opinion, one, a decision and two, consistency. Mm. And so what a decision is for you guys, and I want you, I want you to really redefine what decision means to you. A decision isn't something you should make more than once, period. So we use the terminology non-decision. And so what that really means is I make a decision one time and I don't have to go back, maybe not ever, but I don't have to go back and remake that decision. Yeah. If I choose at the new year's to start working out, well, I don't have to really consider it on January 21st if I'm still doing it. No, because I decided. Yeah. So in any area of your life, when you choose to, to create tension or live in tension to be around men that will make you better, that decision is made. Stop negotiating with yourself. Nobody will negotiate with you more than you. So make a decision. And secondly, is over time, as you've got into this and you're, you've created a, a healthy meritocratic philosophy in how you do your relationship and how you do your business and how you do your finances and how you do your, your fitness, in time, that compound effect can come to fruition for you with consistency. Yeah. Anybody can start, but a winner will finish. Yeah, that's so good. So land the plane on this. The tribal rules come down to a continuous contribution of value every single day. And a good tribe is a lot like a shark tank. <laughs> you know, like it will call you forward. It'll say, listen, man, you may have provided yesterday. Thank you so much for that. But today is a new day. How are you bringing your best today? And that's really ultimately what makes you feel good as a man. Like yesterday's miles don't matter. So that self-respect goes back to the beginning of this conversation. Men desire respect. You can't demand it. You desire respect. The way that you build self-respect is by doing the thing every single day. And so if you do the thing every single day as that meritocratic relationship inside of those tribal roles, number two, it starts to compound. It compounds not only with the self-respect, which amplifies in the social respect, but it compounds into your authority within the tribe. Now, if you look at great men, they have been consistent. They have been committed. They push past the discomfort, push past the challenges. And over time, those men in the tribe, they are elevated in their opportunity. And this is, this is probably the biggest part of why you want to be part of the tribe. Inside of the tribe, there's tribal benefits to being a top dog. And the top dog, that place is earned, again, every single day, consistently over time. You're adding value. It's compounding. But the guys at the top, they've got the best pick of anything, anything. Mm -hmm. You think about the opportunities even presented simply because you've been consistent. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. Guys, this plays out in our relationship for guys that get married and get divorced, get married, get divorced, on and on it may go. Uh, start a business and fail it. Start a business and fail it. Not that failure is certainly a part of success, but the guys that continue to be in the cyclical of failure and qu really failure is quitting. Sure. So cyclical quitting or even relationships. You get into relationships with somebody and you have it for a couple of years and you go, oh, that guy's really not forming. You start over again, sure. continuing to, to continue to start over in different areas 
areas of your life, faith, family, fitness, and finance, mm-hmm. you will never see the compound effect because you've not made a decision on it. You've not shown the consistency of it and your desire, your need of being respected will never come to fruition yeah. in those areas, in those, in those circles, primarily because we have a need and a want to be honored. Yeah. We have a need and a want to be trusted, yes. right? That's a, such a big part of, of what respect is, is that I trust you. When I look at you in the face, I know I'm going to get you in this room, in a public space, in a private space, like you are who you say that you are. Mm-hmm. And that demands, without you saying it, demands respect because of who you choose, who you've chosen to be mm-hmm. and because you've not deviated from that. And so from that, as you're talking about, massive opportunities will yeah. fall into your lap yeah. because you're trustworthy, because you've been consistent, you've been doing the things for years now that demand that respect. Yeah. And that's ultimately, if you think about this, this podcast, we talk about four domains, faith, fitness, family, finances. We're going to touch on all those. Finances give you the income and the impact to make sure that your legacy lives long past you. Mm -hmm. And so if we don't think about like the ultimate goal in all of this is how do I develop my life in such a way that the trajectory not only influences, but it impacts people. Well, we're going to need resources like money for that. Money is given to those that stay in the game and are respected by the tribe, truly. And you think about the businesses that have been started, they're typically through alignment. Our pastor talks about this, right? Alignment before your next assignment. So getting around the right people. Well, tribal rules matter. If Josh has been inconsistent in his faith domain, in his fitness domain, in his family domain, in his finances domain, he can't be trusted immediately. If I represent a tribe, I'm not going to invite him in. But because of who he is, the consistency of his character, that compounding effect and the ability to add value and merit every single day, that means now we can create an alignment. Two tribes can come together. When two tribes come together, that means the resources of multiple tribes can come together. Ultimately, anything you want in life is one conversation away from the right person. And you think about the greatest businesses, relationships, next opportunity. It all comes down to the fact that as men, I'm judging, I'm criticizing, I'm holding you accountable to your actions, behavior, and your habits. Yeah, that's such a big piece. And it's a piece that we all need. If we're truly going to be respected, that's the piece that we have to get. I love that. All right, guys, this this has been a great episode. I'm going to recap for you because I want you to take some action on this. First and foremost, there are three rules of men. The number one rule of man is that men require respect. They want respect. They desire respect. Respect is foundationally running your life, whether you know it or not. And respect begins with self-respect. So dial in your self-respect. Look yourself in the mirror and become the type of man that you most need in your life. Number two, your age does not mean you're a man. The only thing that makes you a man is the number three, which is the tribe of men. And the tribe of men have rules. First and foremost is our meritocratic relationship, always showing up, giving your best every single day and not thinking you live a tenured life. Love that. No tenured lives. It means yesterday's miles don't matter. Today is the only day that matters. Today matters. With that comes a compound effect. Mm -hmm. Over time, you create a compound effect in your life that not just impacts one area, but bleeds over into every area of your life, which when you do that, consistently after making your decision, you create for yourself honor, trust, and opportunity. And opportunity. Opportunity. If you want more opportunity in life, well, guess what? You got to be consistent as man, first and foremost with yourself. So the big stretch for you guys between now and the next time we have this conversation with you is take yourself seriously. Begin with that self-respect. Dive deep into building a practice for your faith, your fitness, your family, your finances where you put the needs of yourself first, from, from not from a selfish standpoint, but a selfless standpoint, because when you respect you, the rest of the world respect you too. Indeed.
Love it. Love it. God bless you guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Much love. Many blessings. Talk to you soon. Boom. Get off the podcast. Get back to the fucking mental lab.